You're listening to Castrol CarCast on Podcast One. Well, we have an action-packed show planned for you guys today. I go on a little rant about uh, freedom and democracy. Yeah, just a little bit. Just a little bit. But uh, we'll get you all caught up on uh, what's going on on Monterey Car Week and some updates on the 510 and the 911 as well. First, bet online. Nothing to bet on, right? Wrong. Bet online has hundreds of events, games, and props to wager on. They bring Vegas to you, and they'll do it online. Online poker, online blackjack, 24-7. Miss the NFL? Live daily Madden NFL, 20 simulations to wager on. Plus, American Idol, stocks, even the uh, Nathan's Hot Dog Eating Contest, which is still on for July 4th. Visit the website or use your mobile device to join Bet Online, our exclusive partner, at Podcast One. Sign up for a free account with the promo code Podcast One for your free sign up. Bonus. It is Bet Online. You guys are hanging out. You want to have some fun? Go to Bet Online. Visit betonline.ag. Don't forget, use the promo code PODCAST1 for your sign up bonus today. Bet Online, your online sportsbook experts. Podcast One presents This is a collect call from Sing Sing. My name is John J. Lennon. I'm locked up for selling drugs and committing murder. I'm also a contributor for Esquire magazine and The Marshall Project. So I'm a writer and I'm a prisoner. Imagine trying to stay focused and talk about issues of substance with geeks slamming, prisoners screaming, and PAs blaring in the background. Get new episodes every Wednesday on Spotify, Podcast One, and Apple Podcasts. Yeah, get it on. Got to get it on. No choice but get a mandate. Get it on. Thanks for tuning in. And thanks for sharing. My name is uh, Adam Crow. That's Matt, the moderator. DeAndrea over there. What's going on, How my brosif? Oh, it's, it's been a minute. Yeah, I'm running around. It's been uh, been good. Got sunny. In the back of the shop, he gave the uh, best answer ever. <laughs> yeah, I went over to him and I said, uh, "I said you're getting ready for high school. It starts in, uh, you know, the next year. You're going to be a freshman. When does it start? September?" He said, "Well, mid-August, but for me, right after Monterey." <laughs> That's right. He doesn't start when everyone else starts. That's he right. starts after Monterey. After Monterey. Oh, for the love well, of! Well, he's got to get his drink fucking on. Fucking Christ. <laughs> It's crazy. You know, it's funny. I was talking experience, experiences, experiences. Mm-hmm. I, I remember uh, he said to me a couple days ago, he was like, I can't believe you had uh, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar on your show and you didn't even ask, you know, and I couldn't see him, you know. And I said, uh, didn't I say you could come out and whatever? And he's like, yeah, but like mom wouldn't let me do a half day on Thursday and come to whatever. And I thought <laughs> – <laughs> You just missed Kareem Abdul-Jabbar because you had another two and a half hours of fucking eighth grade <laughs> to, to fucking sit and rot and have some nut job yeah. poison your brain with pablum. That's it. Does anyone remember any random day in the seventh or eighth grade from from noon to 310? Right. He'll talk about the day he missed Kareem Abdul-Jabbar or the day he would have met Kareem, but not any other day of just eighth grade. Yeah, this is this is why I'm totally experience oriented, and none, I I don't even know what goes on at school anymore. I'm I'm not that interested. The kid has a fucking 
The kid has a Apple fucking MacBook 15 in his fucking hand all day long. That's all the school you need. You have every answer <laughs> to every question. You can explore anything you want. Yeah. Some middle-aged broad in like orthopedic shoes is going to explain to you <laughs> how life works. Are you nuts? Yeah. You have a fucking iPhone. Yeah. You have an iPhone and you have me as your dad. You're, we're done. You just leave the house. Don't even care. And college. Oh, fuck that. And you don't have to go to college anymore. I mean, haven't we figured all this shit out? Yeah. What's going on on a college campus? Like, basically, Dr. Drew sent his three kids to college, cost him 500 grand, and now they're just pissed off 28-year-olds. <laughs> <laughs> and, and they hate him. That's yeah. how college works Oh, now. and for the ones who can't afford it, you go to school for four years and you pay for it for 15. <laughs> It's all a fucking waste now. I don't. Yeah. I did, what's anyone doing? I, I, I really, I can't find anyone with a college degree that's even doing anything with their college degree. What, it, it, what I'm saying, the jury has has returned. The verdict is in. It's a fucking waste of time. It's expensive. It's a waste of time, and they fucking poison your brain. What does college cost? A hundred grand? Hundred fifty grand? Like it, I don't it, know. What does a four year degree cost? Some the good ones are. You know, fifty, sixty a year. All right, it's, two two hundred grand. So, if you're if you're good, if you're smart, and you're you know getting get, getting into college, why not take that two hundred grand and invest it into one of your business ideas or some other investment? See which one pays out for you. Well, so what? So what? <laughs> you walk out of there with a four year degree in communications or business administration or yeah, God forbid, like Chicano studies or cultural arts, or whatever rehab or something. Like, what the <laughs> fuck are you going to do? Who cares? Yeah, it, it's I. I'm I'm confused about a lot of things in life at this point, but I don't think I'm confused. No. I think people are trying to confuse me. <laughs> All right. So on the uh, automotive front, um, we're working hard to get our different drummer car put back together. Got some leads on the uh, rims. I'm still trying to get hold of Les and his 13-inch molds. And, yeah. Um, there's a lot of... Yeah, inability to communicate certain certain well, ideas. You know, we put it out there on social media, and thanks uh, a ton for everybody that came back with information and even just retweeted and helped spread the word. And uh, and uh, several people have reached out. Um, some just offered some help. Hey, we can cast the wheel. We can do this. We can do that, uh, which we appreciate. And uh, and there's probably someone we're going to take up uh, the offer, um, but. A lot of what we were figuring out with these Sterling wheels is is that uh, the ones that are out there are the larger, like, 15-inch IMSA ones where the spokes are kind of sunken in to, to the wheel a little bit more. And this is a little more unique. And what you were saying— Yeah. Uh, we should explain that Matt put together a very nice tweet. We put it put it out there. The third—so, Revolution—so— all right. So the guy, uh, Greg Sorrentino, I think. Yeah. Greg Sorrentino was, I guess, Argentinian. And I guess this rim is Argentinian. And he made, and evidently he made these rims for a lot. I'll screw up some of this, but a lot of it's like Formula V or Formula Ford or something. So they made one of those versions that was like a 14 by five and a half, mm -hmm. you know, the sort of tall, skinny tires on those. Yeah. Lower division formula cars. And that's where a lot of the units were. The other units were bigger IMSA 
15 and uh that was where they had the spokes inside and then just the polished lip you know two inch polished yeah, lip yeah. like like you'd see on a lot of cars of that that era yeah. that would have run during that era and so the 15s would run on like ooh we got a good picture of the car yeah. the 15s would run on like the greenwood uh, Mustangs and things like that, like big old. Right. As f- I, I was saying the other day, yeah, they, Corvette. They, they Corvette? Were, yeah, they yeah. Were, oh, did I say Mustang? Yeah. Sorry, Greenwood Corvettes. They would run at like a fifteen by fourteen. I tell people if you've ever seen a fifteen by fourteen inch rim without the tire on it, <laughs> it looks scary. Yeah. It doesn't even look like it belongs on a car. Like it, 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 it is a barrel. It's great, especially one piece. I don't know, especially like the cast ones or whatever. Yeah, huge. It's barrel. a weird barrel, and to get some attachment point in there to get an axle in there and a brake in there, it's so far like it. It's weird. So, um, but the thirteens, the spokes come all the way out to the edge. Now, the thing that's interesting about it is it still has a lot of dish. Yeah, which you don't see very often, but the spokes actually go over the, the the rail on the edge or the bead on the edge or whatever, the lip, and they go all the way out. So it's a different casting. It's a different rim. It, it does. And I think that style of having the spokes reach out to the outer edge of the rim, give it a look where it looks like it's more of a deeper dish rim. I bet if you measured it, it's a you know a well, couple inches, but that it, it really accentuates it. It's and not, cool. o- not only that, but um, most, obviously, if, if you have a 13-inch, Libra or some some version of a 13-inch rim, the spokes in the middle are very small because they're in the middle. They're not coming all the way out. They're only dealing with a radius of about nine inches or Mm -hmm. diameter. You know what I mean? Yeah. But if they're going to come all the way out, then you can actually see the detail of the rim or the design of the rim a little little better. Anyway, it's a good-looking rim, and mostly it's just unique. It's, It's interesting. No other car has it. And now the question is, is did since we have never seen a set of these on a 510 or a 2002 or or anything in the B sedan yeah. or 2.5 Trans Am series or run groups, and we've seen a lot of those cars, did he only make these for himself to advertise his company because he sponsored his own car. That's what we're getting at is because it was his car, you know, maybe he made four sets or something and, and who knows, they could be a planter someplace, somebody's coffee table in Argentina at this point. But, uh, uh, but now it's become a personality trait of the car. So now it's, it's like we should try to recreate these and make these. Yeah, uh, and to be, to be yeah. fair, in terms of us seeing them at the track in our run group, um, let me give uh, the devil his due or, or be fair about this. Um, they would have been made of magnesium. They would have been mags. Uh, they would have been from the 70s, you know, late 60s, mm-hmm. early 70s. And nobody would run those now, right? So what what happens? What happens with some of the other styles of rims, mini lights or Libras or whatever we would be running? People would have an old set from back in the day that they wouldn't run, and then they'd get a new set of repopped ones to run that yeah. had the authentic look with a safer uh, metal. Um, 
no one's repopped these, so no one would ever show up at the track <laughs> with them. So, yeah, so NC met the track. So we put the word out saying, does anybody even have one rim that we can scan, put it into CAD, and and work our way from there? And uh, a lot of the, the images and people that reached out have the larger rim with, which, the, with the deeper dish spokes. Which definitely must have been the more popular, better-selling rim. We're looking yeah. at a picture of the car in a like a car show from like 1972, yeah. and the thing that's interesting about it is, I know it has no front. En- there's no engine in it. Yeah, I'm it's, looking it, at it. It seems really. It's high funny. Up. Like the front, the the front. There's no load on the front suspension, and so what they definitely did, unless they just raised up the front to roll it in and out of the whatever, but I don't think they did. I'll bet you this is like during the off season. He's rebuilding the engine, yeah, and they just rolled the car in and parked it. And I would never do that because it always looks weird. Right, we're looking at that picture. Sorry. So uh, the uh, the uh, quest continues. Yeah, and uh, so far, Les says he well, knows a guy in San Diego with a mold, but can't <laughs> for some reason we're having difficulty. I, I don't understand that part. I don't get. That's a whole another conversation. But I I I don't get the part where. We can't just say, send us a picture of what you have and let's take it from there. I don't know why we're a week into this and nobody has to answer what molds he has. He either does or he doesn't, right? And he's either answering the phone or he's not answering the phone. Like, how do we yes. not know? But uh, what this did is 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 it allowed us to find more images. Uh, you know, And Chris, you're finding some right now that uh, <clears throat> I want to get from you. And I'm going to put them all together, and I'm going to send them out to you know somebody who who does the you know the CAD drawings, and and maybe I could say, hey, ooh, I haven't seen some of those pics. Yeah, I found a whole whole album online. Where'd you find? I mean, whose album is that? Yeah, well, that way. one of that. It, now let me ask this about the uh, the Ultranet here, Max Pata. Um, did somebody recently put that album? No, up? but it, it the way I found it was. It doesn't have the word 510 anywhere in it. I just Googled. I was just wanting to find more information on Greg Sorrentino. And then this album came up and I just clicked. I'm like, oh, these are all different drummer 510 pictures, but they're just not labeled that way. They're labeled Greg Sorrentino. Mm. So. And the, oh, okay. All right. Well, send me that. Wow, a lot of good something. A lot of good pictures. Good stuff in there. Look at that guy hugging his woman yeah. in front of his car. I like Look at the, that mustache. I like the frontal shot there. Where's the front? No, go, go down or back. Up or whatever it is. <laughs> okay. I don't know what it is. One of those three things. Yeah, that that shot we've never seen. Yeah, yeah and I have a picture either. of a tail too. I remember you were. Oh, a tail! It. I'm looking for a tail on that car. A lot of controversy around oh, the tail. Yeah. Oh. See, and wait. So it's got three. Looks like three. Uh, uh, hinges. Yeah. Tail controversy. We'll get into it in a yeah. second. First, uh, JB Weld. JB Weld, proud sponsor. Of the, this show. We love these guys. Epoxy adhesive brand used by both pros and DIYers. Trusted for over 50 years. I use it all the time. I just put a tray back together with it. JBWeld.com. Or you can, you can get it at Home Depot, Lowe's, AutoZone, Advanced Auto Parts, O'Reilly, Walmart, Amazon, Michaels, everywhere. Wow. I uh, Max Patton, nice job. So it's, it's a weird, you know, the, the internet is good. Mm-hmm. But it, it's still not great. You, you know what I <laughs> yeah. mean? Like, I, I have typed in different drummer, 510, race car, 
images a thousand times and yeah. four pictures come up and they're the same four pictures. And Max Zapata just stumbled onto a treasure trove of cool pictures of that car, it just had a different label on it. Now, I don't know why they can't get me from different drummer 510 Dotson race car to this photo album. Yeah. Like, why doesn't he, why can't the internet build that bridge? It's sort of like uh, Twitter. Like, my computer has spell correct on it. Twitter just goes, you didn't spell it right. But it doesn't really, <laughs> it doesn't help you spell it. Yeah. <laughs> and boy, do I need it. All right. So uh, we'll keep you posted on that. Yeah. The next question is uh, the tail yeah. on the car. So the wing that we were talking about before. And uh, so we got a little bit of story from that. Our, our buddy Jim, who who did the great restoration on this car, said uh, it was funny because the two things you pointed out to me in the shop several times was the wing and the camel sticker on the, on the side as a, as a sponsor. The bottom of the doors. And, doors. Uh, and, and Jim said, hey, you know, I just uh, – when we did the restoration, we wanted to be thorough, but we needed to sort of pick a time – of that car's life, and I think you said '72 uh, when it raced Trans Am and got its brass tag. Uh, and at that time, there was no wing, and there was no Camel sponsor on it. And uh, obviously, if you like those things, we could put those things on. But uh, that was after its Trans Am career that it had right. that. Um, so now it's kind of interesting because. On one hand, I kind of like the wing because no other 510 out there is running the wing and something special about the wing with the wheels that would make that car stand out. But now you're doing a little bit of mixing, you know, one day in its life with another day in its life to see, you know, uh, to, to get to that point. But actually now, Chris, that you found all those photos in that gallery, I'm curious to see how many have a wing or don't have a wing. Yeah. Well, my take on it is always two things. You know, I, I say the same thing with camel stickers and wings as I say with uh, painting bathrooms. I just – people go, I don't know. I don't know what color. I don't know. And I go, we'll just paint it that color. Yeah. And then they go, yeah, but what – I go, if you don't like it, then just paint it. Just change re, it. Rechange it. Yeah. It's fine. You'll probably like it. Yeah. But if you don't, then just repaint it. Like at some point you have to get on with your life. Yeah. And my point is is – Put your sticker on your car, and uh, at some point you could always take it off. That's right. If you like. It's a sticker. <laughs> and as far as the tail, the tail involves a couple of holes, mm -hmm. but you could also quite easily, especially I'm pretty uniquely qualified to do this, you could just make yourself two separate deck lids. Right. And, and Sean could make it up in two days and you have two separate, you could pop it off and pop it back on if you wanted. Yeah. But on the other hand, the car, you know, you do this this configuration or that configuration, but my sort of feeling is is it it's it's a continuation of the same car, and as long as it's the same car, then then who cares? Unless the the only caveat for me is if somebody said we're doing an all legitimate two point five Trans Am race, not a C production or not a B production race, but mm -hmm. a Trans Am two point five Trans Am with all the cars. Horse Quack and his Alpha and all, and they all, you know, the the Datsun, uh, BRE, Morton car, like they're all the real authentic. Then in that case, you'd have to put the other deck lid 
back on, take the sticker right. off. That's and, the way and it's, I look it's at it. It's not such a big change. Like what you're talking about is the conversation we keep having about the Porsche 935. Do you rebody it to the Apple car? And that requires a lot more work than you think. You can't just swap a body on and off like that. It's going to require a lot of work. That's why it's not happening. And you want the car in the Newman Hawaiian Tropic livery. But for what you're talking about here, uh, you're right. There's a couple of things. We can make a second deck, uh, rear deck lid, do a wing version, paint it up, and it's fine. Also, it is a part of the history of that car, and you can say, yeah, yeah, I made everything the way it was in Trans Am, but I happen to like the wing afterwards, so I just put well, I think the wing for, on it. And it's I, part of the history of that car I think, still, so it's <clears> something. I think for us, between the rims and the uh, rear wing, we just like a conversation. Yeah. There'll be, if you run, you know, if you go out there and you do the, we do the Trans Am, or we do the uh not sorry, we do the whatever B sedan run group, whatever mm-hmm. Monterey this year, God willing. There's going to be 45 cars in that run group with 13 inch rims, but there will not be a set of these. Yeah. And, and be, none of them have a rear wing either. <laughs> and I'm still going to come in 33rd <laughs> <laughs> because the extra weight of the wing on the yeah, back. Yeah, because of the weight of the wing. Yeah, you're going to have to trim a few LBs before you get in the car. Oh, I'm looking forward to it. <laughs> um, all well, right. Speaking of wings, though, mm, yeah, we Sean's- just got uh, we just went over there and parked it, poked our head into what Sean's doing on the on the Porsche 911 S. Yeah, wing. He's doing some really nice uh, fiberglass work on there, and some really nice, um, just real bespoke kind of fabricating which uh we we all appreciate around here i i think and i do like a story i i do like i i do like the story that's why we're putting the back of that car yeah. back to how it was i mean uh back he, to how it ran Seabrain. he's doing a great job with it but as you would imagine with anything as he was getting into the wing that's on there it was it was patched with foam and body filler and, a, and it wasn't symmetrical and and Sean doesn't quite run that way. So mm-hmm. uh, he's like, uh, oh, he's like one side of the wing was like an inch taller than the other side of the wing. Because really? somebody had uh, – there was a there's a, you know that in that other picture with the blue card it has on the wing, it looks like it has like a vent. There's mm-hmm. a cooler. It's like an oil cooler <clears throat> or something in there. And on your car, it was patched. It was literally right. a piece of foam jammed in there covered up with Bondo. But when they were cutting and filling – they they skewed the wing somehow, and one side of the wing was literally like an inch, inch and a half taller than the other side, and it doesn't fly with Sean. So now he had to fix a bunch of stuff, but but it looks good. It's getting there. I keep promising you guys I'm going to post some images up on the, on the social media, and the reason why is I, I wanted to just show the cycle with the wing completely done, but I'll just go ahead and throw some up there, and then we'll get some more pictures of the finished product. It'll so be as, as we probably mentioned before um, – so California just did this like three month fucking retarded extension on yeah. lockdown. Is or that whatever. happening? Do we know? Do no. we have the details on that? Does I I don't know. I was just I was just like because on the way here it didn't look like it on the freeway. Well, no people. <laughs> eventually, people just start ignoring the government. We're kind of, or, or at least not necessarily the federal government, but we'll local. We'll just go fuck it. Right. Like you guys. We'll catch on and do what I've been doing with red turn arrows for 20 years. We just go, fuck it. Like, I'm not a fucking fool. What am I doing here? I'm just sitting in the middle of a fucking deserted 
intersection yeah. at 2 a.m. on Friday. Fuck it. Yeah. You, you guys will catch on to that way of thinking. And it, you won't catch on. See, you guys won't become rebels. The government will have so much overreach that it'll make you into rebels. But you're, you'll still be the same person you were. Yeah. You're not becoming an outlaw. You just go, <laughs> fuck it. The government is like so insane with everything that I, I, I will be a de facto outlaw, but I'm still just going to live my life safely and responsibly. So the left turn on a red arrow is not a gateway move. It's not a, <laughs> it's not going to lead to other things. No. <laughs> Although, no, I do red turn. I do red, red signals now. But, um, <laughs> I was, I was driving with uh, Sonny uh, <laughs> earlier today, and um, I was like, I, you know, the three-month extension lockdown, I don't, I don't give two shits, really, because I just leave the house. I do whatever I want. I go to work. I, I meet with everyone in the other yeah. building. I do a podcast. Like, I, I really don't listen to any of it and don't do any of it. It's fine. It's a little bit of a hat. I, I want to go to a restaurant and sit down and eat. But other than that, I have almost zero compliance. Fine. But uh, – Sonny can't play with his friends. Right. He he can't play with his friends. And I'm like, why don't you fight when your friend's over and play some basketball? And he's like, eh, I don't know the moms. You know, the moms <laughs> are all fucking freaked out. The dads are pussy whipped and the moms are freaked out. And that's just kind of how, it, how yeah. it works. And the dads are sort of chicks, too. I'm not saying specifically my son's friend's dad. So I mean, dudes are turning into chicks and that's kind of what's, what's going on. But think how cruel it is for the kids. They have to just fucking sit around. I mean, Sonny's got the life of Riley. Do not, do, do, don't get it twisted, but he should be with his buddies right now. Right. Like the sun's shining. He's 13. They should be out having a good time. Yeah. It, oh, it, any, any of the kids, especially the kids that are, this is their last summer before going to high school. And, you know, and, like, and so I started like kicking his tires. I'm like, which one of your friends has a dad like your dad? <laughs> and then I also tell him like, please understand. I don't give two shits. You guys can have a full on WWE type wrestling match in, in the living room with every one of your friends. And I wouldn't care. No. I have no interest no. in this. Pool party, Zero. barbecue. Whatever. Enjoy yourself. But uh, I started kicking his tires. Like, hmm, which one of your friends are kind of normal? Yeah. You know, like <laughs> could, you could pull this off with and he started talking, tossed a name and a half out there, but it's like most of them are just no fly zone. Uh, yeah. And I'm like, I, I, I don't look, but it, do is, you, I, you is know what I said? One him? of the no fly zones because half, half his parental units are cracking down. Uh, <laughs> what, what's Lynette's rule on going out she's and playing? Like starting to be less paranoid i said to him uh i said take a picture of yourself and send it to chris max pata said uh why i said just do it i said i said okay when you were born i talked to an expert mm -hmm. the expert said your sunglasses weren't going to sit on your head right because you need to wear a corrective helmet <laughs> yeah guess who didn't listen to that expert Okay. Yeah. Guess who's not listening to the next batch of experts? I don't, I'm not into experts. Yeah. I've been listening to fucking experts are wrong all the fucking time. They're wrong. They're always wrong. The one who's running, the chick who's running uh, LA City, whatever, she's not even a doctor. She's like a social worker. What the <laughs> fuck are we listening? I right, like Fauci, fine. Fauci's fine. Does he know everything? I feel like he's been wrong a lot. Yeah. 
A lot. So what what are we listening? Remember remember the fucking oceans were going to rise and we're going to be out of food and the fucking ozone is going to be dead. We're going to be out of fuel. Remember all the experts? Yeah. What happened to the experts? <laughs> you guys want to just keep, continue on? You just listen to every expert. Now, listen, if you got a knee or joint problem and you're going to meet with an orthopedic surgeon, then uh, by all means. I have love all, Sonny's little helmet. I ha, see it all the time. <laughs> yeah, be all be all ears for that person. But yeah. uh, Doctor Doctor uh, Barbara Ferrer is a PhD in social welfare. Oh. She says, "When we when I ask my mom what we should do, PhD in social welfare. I don't. All That's right, the doctor part, and but she is like the uh, health leader of." L.A. County, so it's like, oh, we have Dr. Barbara Ferrer, but it's doctor because she's a Ph.D. in social welfare, not... Yeah, that's a Vinny-ism, because all these people are like, Dr. So-and-so says something about eating grapes, and he's like, yeah, that's not a that's not a medical doctor. That's like a political science doctor who said that. <laughs> well, even yeah. if you are a physician, how many of these people have been wrong? How yeah. many... They've all been wrong. The projections have been wrong. Everything's been wrong. So what are we listening to this social worker for? I don't know. It's all fear. Sonny's head looks fine to me. <laughs> I told Sonny. <laughs> the other expert told me to smash a helmet on you and wear it for uh, five years. Yeah. I didn't do it. <laughs> so little white like, I, egg of a helmet. Don't talk to me about experts. Yeah. Jesus. So if there's Christ. three months of, of pseudo lockdown, does that still technically just bring us to August 15th before – Monterey, right? And 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 I just I have a few statistics about about Monterey, about the Rolex historics, not Monterey Car Week. That that you've some of this is you're familiar with. The race is yeah, the race. Fifty thousand people showed up in 2010, and it grew to seventy thousand people in 2016. And I think the wow, last that's year a big jump. Oh, think, sorry, in 2016, yeah. sorry. And then I think the last year was like 85,000 people, 80,000 people. And that's still with them capping the cars at 550. They get over, years ago they said over 900 cars. Now they get over 1,000 cars submitting, 550 are taken. Under the new rules that Chris was outlining a couple of weeks ago, they said they would bring it down to 450 cars this year as part of the, you know, paring it down. But- the direct visitor, the tickets at the door with just the racing event, no other events from Monterey Car Week, brings in $18.5 million in revenue. So, you know, you got to start looking at the business side of all of this. Already you've, you've canceled Monterey Car Week. Every hotel, every Airbnb, every small restaurant that gets by during the year and actually makes a little money that week – is not going to be able to take advantage of that. And a lot of those small companies count on that. Now you're looking at $18.5 million of just the Rolex Historics event, just the racing event. Yeah, well, Gavin Newsom says if one person dies, it's it's all not worth it. Yeah, everyone's going to die eventually, huh? and I get it. But yeah. All right, but you know, look, we could take some precautions. We I, we did a we did a podcast earlier this week. Goldberg and I we had Alistair Weaver from Edmonds, and he was talking about uh, in Texas. Uh, I think Toyota is reopening their plant. They were going to do May fifteenth. They're going to push it a week, but the investment they've made to make this happen is uh, in the bathrooms. There's 
not just at the urinals, but at the sinks, there's like clear plexiglass in between people to wash their hands. So they've put a lot of effort into to keeping things clean and keeping things safe, but they understand they got to make cars. Right. Right. They still have to have business happen there. So, uh, so yeah, there's a version of that, right? Like we, we can't go to, we can't go to, a racing car event out outside by the way <laughs> i don't i don't know how any of it i don't know how anything works anymore all i know is well i'm going i'm going to get loafers i'm going to walk in everybody's backyard at pebble beach whether there's a car show or not yeah <laughs> i'm going to bring a champagne flute yeah <laughs> in a weird walk on that golf course in a, in a weird <laughs> philosophical way <laughs> maybe just maybe It'll give us a little more time to just walk around the track and look at some other cars and stuff like that. I I do definitely philosophically being at the track and looking at those cars in full race trim and how Mm -hmm. everyone has set them up. And like when everyone's just sitting there with their hood open and they're, you know, you can walk in and put your head in the driver's side window and take a look at how they laid out their dash and just like weird little techniques and things like I, I like a little like. Like there's a, I remember seeing like a BMW had like a little aluminum miniature little tray like right on the transmission hump, and that's where the guy had his earplugs. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like a little stupid stuff like that, where it's like, yeah, I'm always sitting on one of mine, and like, where's the yeah, other yeah. one? And you know, like I'm like, yeah, just put them in that little tray there. That's that's, that's where your earplugs will go. Like <laughs> little stupid things. It is sort of how the starter is, and the the way they have the gauges labeled, the arrows, and the way they set up the pedals, and yeah, just like stuff like that. The way they do their nets and their seats and their harnesses, and like mm-hmm. it's kind of fun just putting your head in and kind of seeing how seasoned guys have set it up, and and then of course taking a taking a look under the hood and seeing how things are plumbed. A lot looks kind of cool, yeah. and uh, sometimes I'll walk around the back and look and see how the fuel cell set up, and, and they have some pressure gauge back there, or something, or filters, mm-hmm. or pumps, or whatever. And in in years, in recent years, I felt like I've been like getting out of the car and kind of hustling out to get to the next event. Yeah, which uh, is great, but it's like it's kind of like I'm going to put down this cupcake to eat this piece of pie. You know what I mean? Like, I, I don't know. Maybe we should just enjoy the cupcake. You know what I mean? Like, like we've been kind of hustling out, hustling to the next gig, going from that gig to this gig. Yeah. Going to go talk to Spike, do his podcast, and we're heading over here to this auction, and we're going to see a pre- preview, and there's this vet event that, uh, you know, Acura's putting on this event, and we're kind of kind of hustling. Yeah, a little, quite a bit, quite a bit of scurrying and around. It, and it's, it's all great, but maybe this will just, Slow it down. Maybe we'll, you know, I won't do, I won't do a show. Let's go out to dinner, you know, on a right. Saturday yeah. night. We'll spend some time, real time at the track. Track, good food, good beer, you know, good yeah. times. Yeah, it'd like, be good you know. to, to not have to stare at your watch the whole time and, and, and pack up everything in the car. And <clears throat> and I get it. There's a lot of obligations and, and, and things that, that we do and a lot of uh, fantastic things we get invited to do that we enjoy. But... But you're right. Maybe taking one year and just uh, and just spending it at the track and not having to rush in and out all the time. Yeah, you know, it doesn't mean go to a driver's meeting. It just means <laughs> <laughs> it just means enjoy the track. <laughs> all right, let me hit uh, JB Well DIY projects. You're getting through some of those now that you're home, especially if you're out here for another yeah. three months. Want to save some money, avoid uh, paying the repairman, big or small of the repairman. You don't even want that guy in your house anymore, right? 
Big or small repairs, home or garage, ordinary household glue. Well, it's got the word ordinary in it, so I wouldn't use it. You need <laughs> something stronger and you need a better choice, and that's always J.B. Weld. We're proud to have J.B. Weld as a sponsor. They're great. I know the owner. We talked to these guys. Were you with me when I ran on those guys at SEMA? Yes. I yeah. Had a nice, that was a little while back. Nice adhesive talk at <laughs> SEMA. <laughs> I do. And I got their, I got all their stuff, man. And they, they got two-part stuff. They have the one-part stuff as well. Whatever you're putting together, wood, plastic, metal, JB Weld, man. Don't glue it. JB Weld it. Available at jbweld.com. Home Depot, Lowe's, AutoZone, Advanced Auto Parts, O'Reilly, Walmart, Amazon, Michaels, and more. JB Weld. So, uh, yeah, so we'll keep you posted on Monterey. Um, the good news is the three months is just outside, you know, Monterey's just outside of the three month proclamation. Yeah. And um, they asked me for money, like an entrance fee. Okay. So yeah. it's on. But also, I'm going to look at Max Pata for this one. I've been saying it. I've been saying to uh, Matt Holt and Mike August, they keep extending this thing, but society's not really comporting. Like, we're not getting – whatever they're saying is happening doesn't feel like what is happening, right? So yeah. people are just going to – like, I'm like, don't you guys think that by the time we get to the middle of August, people will just be like, fuck it, like yeah. we're back? Like, are we waiting for the data to change or are we waiting just for our leaders to change? I, th- I you're, think you're the right. leaders yeah. are going to change first. And, you know, we, we talk about, you mentioned SEMA. Is SEMA happening? Well, SEMA started their booth selections in in a couple weeks ago in, in May. Uh, I think it was like May 5th. Uh, and uh, and I already got the email that said, uh, you know, now start registering for the for the for the event. So, you know, obviously, that's first first week of November. But I'm with you. Why it should. I'm going. Oh, <laughs> well, I, I just got an email, I think, yesterday. Apex and SEMA is moving forward and uh, will be held as scheduled this coming November. Registration now open. Oh, right. But if that were – that's in Nevada, obviously. Yes. That's, that's in California that email would say, lubricate your right thumb, put it in your ass, get in a fetal <laughs> position, and cry yourself to sleep because that's where we're at. What is – I look, I've said Garcetti – and uh, Newsom were pussies my whole life, right? Like I've said, Garcetti's a pussy, right? But what is it? Is that what's going on? Is it just pull? It's full puss mode. Like, is there one dude at, who who's in L.A. or California government? It's like, is there a dude in that group who has like any sense at all who can just go, hey, fucking running our economy off a cliff? We got to do something about it. And then they go, every life, yeah, I get it. Every life is precious. What's next? What are we doing? What's the plan? Yeah. Let's talk about money for a second here in businesses. There's there's residual effects to all this stuff. There's people committing suicides. There's at home. There's people that are ODing. There's people that are getting re- reacquainted. Violence. Tons of domestic. Hey, pussies! You guys hate domestic violence, right? Okay, good. We have some common ground. Or is it just full post highway like all yeah. the time? Just all the time. It's weird. I I don't know what is attractive about it. That's what I, I keep thinking. Like. I get why the moms like it. What's in it for the dads? Why are the dads into this? Why are so many dudes into this full puss mode? <laughs> what is that? Why is that attractive? Why am I nuts? Like when you talk to Mark Garagos, he's like, ugh, yuck. <laughs> what are we doing? What's so attractive about becoming a female? What, what is it? 
Because that's what's going on. It, this is the divide. It's the male-female divide. What's going on is Lynette wants Sonny raised in a, in a shark cage, a dipped in, in a sea of Purell. I want him to go outside. That's but but the shark cage in a fucking ocean of Purell. The, that side's winning. When did all the dudes agree to that? Right. When when was this fucking vote? When did everyone just gather up in a huge fucking auditorium and go, all right, who's a pussy? And everyone's hand goes up. And then I go, uh, huh? When was that vote? <laughs> when did we take the vote? Yeah. What happened? Know. Is it just that we slowly, is this just all these guys just produce more estrogen because they drink out of plastic bottles and spend more time on their computer? Is that what's going on? I don't know. There is an estrogen effect. Like yeah. there is a thing about guys like being around too much plastic. Is that what's happening? I I think they're just kind of giving up on the fight. They don't have the. They don't have. They well, don't it's, have also some, it's also some. It's also some kind of fucking popularity contest too, because nobody wants to say anything because yeah. they don't want to be wished out into the corn fucking field. <laughs> Fine. Yeah. I'm gonna start my own fucking cult in a cornfield. You guys go to your fucking shark cages in your Sea of Purell and I'll go to the fucking cornfield with the dudes. Yeah. How about that? A religion. That's right. The religion of Corolla. That's right. <laughs> uh, let me tell you guys about Geico. Though yeah. we're apart these days, we're sharing more. And Geico would just like to say thanks. Thanks for sharing your dance moves, your DIY haircut fails, and your inner lip sync star. Now it's Geico's turn to share as well with the Geico Give Back. It's a 15% credit on car and motorcycle policies for current and new customers. And because Geico's committed for the long haul, the 15% credit lasts your full policy term. Visit geico.com slash giveback for info. That's geico.com slash giveback. All right. Let's see. So we'll keep you updated on the rims. And uh, thanks, you guys, for helping us uh, run that stuff down. Yeah. It's important. And you learn a lot. I mean, you do. Like you have people tell you, oh, he's at Argentina and this is what he made these for. Like I'm, I, I learned so much more than I ever knew in 10 minutes. And I love that adding to the story of, of that car as well. And what Jim said about the wing and why he didn't put it on and, and what, like all of that uh, part of the story, even if we've heard it before, sometimes you forget it. But I like the reminder of that. Um, before we wrap up, a little a little bit of bad news and a little bit of good news. The bad news is our friends at the uh, the World of Speed Museum in in Portland uh, they are not going to be able to survive the quarantine shutdown. So they their board has made the decision to permanently close. Yeah, which is too bad. Garcetti cool says good. Garcetti says good. problem solved. Good. They should not be said. able to have a business. It's a no, non- it's, it's too dangerous. People milling oh, around ca- parked cars. We can't have that. That's a beautiful place, like 53,000 wow. square feet. But yeah, but it's still better. <laughs> still better this way. They're... Uh, uh, their cars and everything, because they're a nonprofit, will be donated to other museums, so you'll be able to see that stuff. Um, but I did get a word from our friends at uh, at Speed Vegas, the track in Vegas where you can rent the cars and do all the supercar stuff. They're saying we're in. Let's we're going to clean the cars. You go out there, and uh, so if anybody wants to take a drive out to Vegas and uh, race uh, Ferraris and Porsches and GTRs and stuff, they're they're open. Yeah, I like that. It's yeah. fun. And another thing we couldn't have in California. <laughs> Could you imagine? Yeah. You guys ever ask, uh, has anyone asked this question? Where's the ACLU in all this? Where's the ACLU? 
You, you got you got fucking people arresting people who run hair salons and dragged into court and judges putting them in jail. ACLU, zero thoughts, <laughs> no thoughts. Amer- civil liberties. That's what the fucking ACLU is. Yeah. Where why they have no thoughts on this? No. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know why. All right. Uh, so, till next time. Sam Kroll for Matt, the moderator. DeAndrea saying, keep the air in the spare and the bag in the wheel. For the latest updates and call-in times, follow the show on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at CarCast Show. If you'd like to write in, fill out the form on CarCastShow.com. And don't forget to give us a nice rating on iTunes. CarCast is a Corolla digital production and is produced by Chris Loxamana. For more information, visit CarCastShow.com. Let me tell you guys about Geico. Though we're apart these days, we're sharing more. And Geico would just like to say thanks. Thanks for sharing your dance moves, your DIY haircut fails, and your inner lip sync star. Now it's Geico's turn to share as well with the Geico Give Back. It's a 15% credit on car and motorcycle policies for current and new customers. And because Geico's committed for the long haul, the 15% credit lasts your full policy term. Visit geico.com slash giveback for info. That's geico.com slash giveback.